We're off to Los Angeles to meet with Tim Gomez, frontman and vocalist for Defiant. Tim, this is awesome to have you here on The Antidote. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. I heard something about your background that you first began playing in hardcore bands when you were in your early teens. I mean, that must have been insane. Yeah, it was really weird. I started um, I started playing bands when I was about 16 years old with my first band. And um, we were sort of like metalcore based. And um, sort of as my music taste kind of broadened and I got more into hardcore, we kind of just kind of shifted over to hardcore music. Are you saying you were actually allowed into bars to play? Um, yeah, they let us. They let us in twenty-one and up bars around um, the Hawthorne area, Los Angeles area, out here. And um, yeah, we would just have to play and then leave as soon as we were done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But mom and dad didn't have to come and supervise, did they? No, they didn't. They didn't have any objections to it. <laughs> <laughs> well, tell us about the background of the band. How did Defiant come together? Yeah, great. Well, um, I was in a first band that will go unnamed. I, I try to let people forget about that part. <laughs> but um, <laughs> about five years ago, I was in a band with um, my guitar player currently. His name is Jojo Rodriguez. And um, we were in a metalcore band. And um, like I said earlier, as our taste kind of broadened and we sort of got into other styles of music, we wanted to be in a hardcore band and um, particularly a straight edge hardcore band. So um, we kind of took the next step. And in January of 2013, we started Defiant. You have to explain what straight edge hardcore is. I'm not sure that everyone knows what that means. Um, straight edge hardcore is basically a hardcore band who talks about being straight edge. The, not, not every member has to be straight edge. It usually isn't like that. They just have to be down with sort of the vision and the lyricist or the writer of the band will maybe write about it or talk about sobriety in their music. And um, yeah, that's basically what it comes down to. So straight edge is just simply sobriety? Um, it depends on who you're asking. For me, it's no drinking, no smoking, no doing drugs. That's what straight edge is for me. But a lot of people incorporate other ideals into it like... Um, vegetarianism and it just it, it could get real broad <laughs> but you're in still enjoying your steak yes definitely <laughs> <laughs> fourth plague is the debut release of defiant i've got to say that's a killer album thank you thank you we worked real hard on it it was a it was about like eight months in the making <laughs> i want to hear a bit more about how you chose the album title because if you're looking at this from a biblical interpretation, the fourth plague could either be flies or wild beasts. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is a pretty heavy album. So I got to guess that Defiant is going with what? Wild beasts? No, it was the flies. Oh, man. <laughs> you disappointed me. Yeah. <laughs> it was definitely the flies. Um, that It was a funny story how that came about. Me and my uh, bass player, Randy, we were discussing what we should talk about or what it should be about if it should even be a concept record at all. And, um, well, what happened was I was thinking about the plagues and stuff like that in the, in the Bible. And I thought it would be really cool to talk about one of the plagues, not necessarily every song be about one of the plagues, but just focus on one and kind of have that be the, the concept of the entire record. And, um, what ended up coming about was I was looking at the plagues and, um, it sort of pieced together really well because we also wanted like a little tagline to go along with it. And um, 
there was a real cool verse. I forgot exactly what verse it was, but it said, Behold, I send unto you a swarm of flies. And it was um, it was God talking to a certain nation, um, and he was going to send uh, the plague unto them. And um, yeah, we thought we. I, I told my bass player, I was like, you hear that? That sounds so epic, and that sounds really, really aggressive. And so we kind of went with it, and that's why on the, the album art, it's a, a fly as well. <laughs> that's cool. Yeah. And hence, this is the reason why the finishing track is called Swarm. Yeah, exactly. I wanted to kind of be different, so I, I wrote the song from a perspective of someone who's within the city while the plague is happening. I thought that would be really, really cool, and that's why um, it covers a lot about sin, or it covers a lot about um, him asking and questioning, why have we done this? Why have we, why have we sort of messed up? Why have we fallen as a nation? And sort of that's what I, I wanted to touch on. So are you considering it then to actually be a concept or a themed album? Um, I think we thought it was cool, but at the time we had most of the record complete already. So I would say no, it isn't a concept record because, to be honest, the only song that's about that is Swarm, which is the last track. Um, so no, I would say no. The Antidote is here with Tim of Defiant. I'm really into the song It's Never Enough. It talks about struggling. And near the end of the song, you come in with these lyrics. Everything is always so tough. You don't give me strength when mine isn't enough. Despite the pain inside, I will not back down. I will lose my pride. I'm over it. Realistically, the toughest thing anyone can ever do is to drop their pride. You know, especially for a guy. <laughs> so what about you, Tim? Like, has pride been an issue for you? Um... I think definitely so. I think um, I think every man, to a certain extent, sort of has an issue with that. But um, you know, whether it be with my friends or or my personal relationships, you know, pride is always a big thing. So I feel like kind of just leaving it in God's hands or just letting it go and acknowledging the fact that you have an issue. I think that that's always key, and I think that that's something I tried to do when I wrote that song. Is to give up your pride. Yeah, definitely. Something else, Tim, I read a Facebook post from you where you described some of the physical ailments, including arthritis, your weight, and something I had to Google, vitiligo. Mm. Can you explain what that is? Yeah, well, um, vitiligo is basically, it's an autoimmune skin disease. And um, what happens is you basically start to lose your pigment, which is um, your color, and your skin just completely gets destroyed and it just turns white. And um, it spreads across your entire body over time. I've had it since I was about 11 years old, and I'm currently 20. So it just, it's been spreading. It's been spreading. It's all over my face, my back, and it's definitely something to deal with. And I, I got that because of my arthritis, which is also another autoimmune disease, um, which is something I have to struggle with every morning. And often things like autoimmune diseases seem to go hand in hand with each other. Yeah, it's usually genetic. So if someone in your family has autoimmune disease, um, I got it from my aunt. She has lupus, and that's an autoimmune disease, so it kind of tracked down to me. Well, tell me, how do you deal with those physical problems emotionally? Um, I sort of owe it all to my parents. Um, I grew up in a Christian home. My parents are pastors, so... I was very much instilled with that positive mindset and that it could always be worse. And I think uh, my parents did a very good job of that. I, 
you know, I have the occasional day where I wake up in the morning and, you know, look at myself and sort of not be disgusted, but um, it, it affects you, you know, looking at the white spots all over your face and even for that matter, not being able to get out of med because of the arthritis. Um, so it's tough, but I definitely think it's all a matter of your mindset. It's all a matter of how you look at it. And I feel like if you could switch it to something positive, you know, and tell yourself it could always be worse, I think that's definitely key. I'm not sure that everyone would take it the same way. I mean, has there ever been a time where you wanted to confront God about your problems and say, why me? Oh, definitely. I've actually I've actually done that before. I remember one time um, I was a child and I don't remember how it got to this point. I just remember being on the floor and my mom and my dad were on the floor with me and they were holding me. And I remember just sitting there and I remember just crying, pouring in tears. I'm assuming because I couldn't walk. And, um, yeah, I remember crying out. I remember telling my mom, why, why me? Why, if God loves me, why would God do this? And, you know, she couldn't give me an answer because she, she was crying as well. So it was a very tough time. But over time, you understand why things happen and you learn to deal with it. And, it's again, it's all a matter of your mindset. If you tell yourself it could always be worse, you know, which it could, then, you know, you can turn every negative situation into a positive one. And, you know, you got to just be optimistic. I thank God that since I have arthritis, I sometimes I can't get out of bed. So thank God I don't have to walk around. You know, <laughs> it's just you always got to flip it and make it a positive one. That's got to be brutal for you, though, if you're about to perform and you're having difficulties with the arthritis. Oh, yeah, it's it's tough. You know, sometimes I have to take a lot of Motrin because I'm in pain. And thank God for adrenaline because I can't I can't really feel it while we're playing. But maybe an hour after and the next day when it comes down. I definitely feel it's painful. Songwriting is such a reflection of your inner self. But what about you, Tim? Do you find that you bring, you know, both your physical problems and your faith into your music? Um, yeah, definitely. I think um, no matter who you are, whether you're an atheist or you're a Christian or Muslim, I think no matter who you are, always will shine in what you do. Yeah, of course, I feel like my faith to a certain extent comes out in the music. I try not to preach I feel like that's not my job and I'm not very good at it. <laughs> so I just, um, I talk about my faith or I'll mention God or I'll talk about a tough situation and explain how I got out of it. And usually the route would be, you know, through my faith. So I'm, I mention it and I touch on it. And I think it's simply just because of who I am. It comes out in everything that I do. Well, what kind of an impact does Defiant want to leave with Fourth Plague? Well, that's a good question. Um, I'm not too sure. I think maybe just um, for us, for it to take it to the next level. You know, you come to a point as a local band where playing in backyards isn't enough anymore. You know, you kind of have to write records, make music videos, and you have to tour and make your fan base grow. And I feel like if Fourth Plague could do anything for us, it would be to broaden our horizons, sort of allow people in other states or allow people in other cities even to hear us and know who we are and allow us to travel to those places, allow us to book shows and just gain a fan base. That, that, that would be my, my main priority with Fourth Plague. You brought up the point about the Defiant video for Out of Line. Describe about how that worked. Um, yeah, it came together with our good friend, uh, Fernando Felix. He is the bass player for a band called Breaking the Chains. And um, I've known him through music, but I've never kept in contact with him and I followed him on Instagram and saw that he was taking his videos and photography to a whole nother level. 
And um, so, yeah, we posted the about the record, and um, we dropped a single called Letting Go, and he commented on the post and was like, you guys are going to need a video soon. So we're like, maybe we should. So I got in contact with him, and it, he was easy to talk to because I've known him for some time. You know, the process went old to him. He asked me what the song was about. I sent him the lyrics, and he kind of came up with the idea for it. And, um, yeah, it worked out really, really great. We actually shot it at our drummer's house. (laughs) (laughs) And it's a great video. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, Tim, fill us in about how to pick up Fourth Plague from Defiant. Uh, Sure. You can pick it up on our Bandcamp at xdefiantx.bandcamp.com. Even if you want to just listen to it for free, it's on Apple Music or Spotify or every other streaming site you can think of. And we have some videos on uh, YouTube and live stuff on there as well. Sweet. I want to thank you guys for putting out a great album. Thank you. We tried, man. We tried. (laughs) Well, man, best of luck with the album. And thanks for meeting with The Antidote. Thank you so much, Dave, for having us.